grocery store. I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Groceries through Instacart delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Pop and Fracker. It is 40 degrees. I am boiling hot. I'm your host, Fahi. Alongside me, I've got four of my good fellows from the cast. Um, who do I begin with? You know what? I'm going to go to Peter. Peter is my regular. He, he's always here with me holding it down. Peter, how you doing, brother? Yeah, I'm good. You know, another Tuesday. I'm here again. Usual. I'm here every week. We, we've got we've got a guest here today, you know. We, we've got someone on the pod here today after... No, a week of me calling him out. I must have rattled him so badly. He's actually turned up for the pod for once. So I, wow. I'm not going to lie. When I, when, you know, like weekly, we, we do the rotor schedule for, for the pod. And when I saw this man put his name down, I was like, rah. I've not seen this guy put his name down for you know a that long, Wright, long time. You know that Ian Wright meme? Like, oh, Ellis, you're alive. Ellis, <laughs> <laughs> you're alive. They, thought, they said you were dead. <laughs> man knows I can kick them out of this thing. ASAP. What, quickly. Quickly. No, it's good, Ellis. I'm happy. You know, I'm happy you're here because it's like, you know, I think the the pod's kind of, it's kind of moved on since the last time you've been on. I feel like I'll listen. Oh, what, what's this about? You come on every week. What, what's this like? You got like two weeks in a row, Pia. No, <laughs> is the phrase on too tight? <laughs> come where, on. Where have you been the last two, three come months? On. You've been, <laughs> two, three you've been months. Right. Too many weddings. I don't. You know. Right, anyway, so, and, 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 we'll, we'll get into it. Anyways, as you guys can hear, um, Ellis is here. Uh, Ellis, Yo. brother, how you doing? Not too bad, brother. How are you? Uh, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. How's how's the heat treating you? Uh, yeah, I'm melting from. I'm I'm, I'm dying. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Hopefully, you're dressed appropriately and you're not in like sh- um, shirt. Okay, weather. Max. <laughs> wait, 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 what did you say? <laughs> the TK Max strip, apparently. Yeah, that's, that's what, <laughs> what does I that mean? Got Billy Jim, Billy Jim. <laughs> the heat and his braids are absolutely. Man said your man said Ellis is out in the DC crepes, man. That crazy. crazy He's absolutely nuts, bro. <laughs> exclusive DC crep. Oh my god! You see what you do? You put back scoundrels backs. Absolute scoundrels, bro. Hey, Ellis, you ready to tussle? Yeah. <laughs> you know what this war boy? This <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Let, let me finish the intros. Uh, Marco, brother, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good, man. It's been a while still. Yeah. Maybe that three weeks now. Yeah, it's, it's it's been it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, I'm here, yeah. drunk a little bit of bubbly. Yeah. Let's get it. Let's get it. 
Nice, 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 nice. And Julian, um, Julian, last time we spoke, you were suffering from the Rona. How are you feeling now? No, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. You know what I mean? Bounced back, went to another wedding abroad, kept it stepping. Um, yeah, man, I can't lie. I've just been listening on the pod and I can't lie. I, I, I really don't like the other, you know, if I drop a pipe bomb right now, but, you know, Peter's champion, so I don't want to, I don't really want to take over his shine. But, you know, I've, I've been putting in my work too and I don't get my dues, man. You know what I mean? I was on the pod sick. When there was fuck all going on, and no mention of my name as a regular, so I'm, I'm just saying, man. Like, you know what I mean? Next <laughs> season, the appreciation will be there, and I'll be back as champ because I can't lie, man. The, the non-acknowledgement, you know, the multiple times of two-man weaves with myself and Chris, myself and Glam, myself and Peter, my, you know what I mean? Like, we've done, I've done this, I've carried the franchise, but the acknowledgement is not there, man. Yeah, I, I had a feeling you, you'd feel some type of way yeah. with your name not. Nobody there. can touch me. <laughs> Hey, no, 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 no. Niggas need to put respect on my name too, fam. And now everyone's kind of... <laughs> <wrong. laughs> I was out here on Discord, you know. Yeah, no, everyone's been putting work, man. Everyone everyone has put in work, but Peter's putting in the most work right now. Let's keep it buck. <laughs> like... Nah, man. It's because Peter doesn't have shit to do, bro. Everyone has weddings, <laughs> flying abroad. Exactly. No, well, you said Peter has no friends. You guys, you have your excuses. You have your, you know what I'm saying? I'm here every week. I put the work in every week. The, the listeners, they're used to me. They know our thing. Man, they just watch your every day, man. I can't lie. My man's got better things to worry about instead of that. that you, you know, know what, Julian? Mean? Do you know what, Julian? For you, yeah. my friend, I'll give you number one contenders match. SummerSlam. Right. Fair enough. Say enough. <laughs> next August. Next August, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm, calm, calm. You think I ain't grabbing that money in the bank? Boy, Marco, you already grabbed the money from my bank, so you know. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm as a for someone else does. Still, let's expand for the listeners. Still, I bet for he five hundred pound. I'll finish above him in FPL. Guess who won the money, baby? That you was won crazy. the money, man. You won the money. Hey, Farhi, I saw you use like you use that. On top of it as well, yeah. yeah you, 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 you were talking a lot. No, no, Julian, I was bottom for the nah, first. He, yeah, Marco I remember Marco was, was with me. <laughs> oh, yo, I was, was dying. I was mugging him for a while. <laughs> I can't <laughs> lie, Fahi. Now you're five bills down. Pain. Yeah, I know. It's. it's I can't pain. lie. Four bills, yeah, because of a little something, something. Yeah. One of my best. Technically four bills, but it, it's it's. One right. of my best is a bang the way it should have. But hey, overall, bills, uh, overall FPL, I'm I'm up by like one twelve, one twenty. That's it. So it's not great. Um, it's been a bad year. Marco really took my um, winnings. So yeah, I'm, it's, Bro, I'm, it's I'm down like I'm down like thirty. Now yeah. next year I actually need to win again, man. It's pissing me off now. Yeah, it's 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 you know the season's coming back. I'm gonna call out Marco again. If he doesn't accept, I'm gonna calling out on pods. So <laughs> at, some, at some point you're gonna have to accept. So um, I got yeah. like, I was planning to run away with that money and go to Cuba still. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah before, before we get started, um. Patreon subscribers, thank you so much. Um, I thank you every week. But yeah, thank you for holding it down. Super appreciative for all of the support you have been giving. Um, I really want to shout out someone that's recently um, signed up. So Mark G, you've recently signed up to Patreon, brand new subscriber. You've been interacting with our content. So thank you so much. The support is appreciated, brother. Um, if you guys want to join and you haven't signed up already, it's patreon.com forward slash cock and fracker. There is endless content already on there and there will be when the new season starts again. So, um, brothers, it's been a quiet week from an LFC point of view, but there's a few things we can be chatting about for sure. 
Um, <laughs> I wonder how long this is going to take to discuss. So a, a certain Ben Davies, um, you know, of, of Preston fame. We, we <laughs> yeah, oh, ben, ben Davies, man. Um, someone's goat somewhere. I don't know who's. But yeah, we, we signed him for 1.5. He's now left um, to join Rangers for 4 mil. We signed him in Jan 2020. Was it 2020 or was it 2021? Yeah. 2020. 2020, yeah. 2020, there you go. So, yeah. During the, the centre-back pandemic. What a traumatic... What a traumatic, traumatic transfer window that Liverpool fans still justify to this day. Julian, you know what kills me? Remember when we signed Davies here and all the know-it-alls were coming out? Like, ah, oh, he plays well in a three. He's a four-playing defender. Up. We can see why he's been signed. And it's like, what? Like, what you know, you know, You know when what's it called? Like, you come home, yeah? And like you, there's a package that you think is in your name, but then you open and you're like, "Rah, this isn't even for me." That's what Klopp must have felt like coming in training that morning when he saw Ben Davis, because boy, that was just the most unnecessary random transfer that personally did not need to happen. But hey, man, he had a good year, a good good two years just watching on the sidelines. Do you know what it is? Yeah, do you know what it is? 2021. Yeah, it was 2021. I thought it was 2021. Yeah. Bro, my mind gets so frazzled because of COVID. Honestly, COVID was just one one long year. Julian, do you know what it is, though? Man City have fiddled their books and they've been able to do their little thing. So we need to get a little cheeky 2.5 million out of somewhere that's covering somebody's wages or something like that. That might even cover Salah's wage uplift. I'm not an accountant. I'm not an accountant fan. I'm just a Liverpool fan. Honestly, don't give a shit. Like, bruv, oh, man. I'll be honest here, yeah, listeners. These next two topics, yeah. <laughs> hey, Julie, oh, you're, 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 you're... I think the interesting thing about this, about this transfer is that, like, I feel like there's so much more that hasn't come out yet. So maybe, like, when the dust is settled and, like, people may talk about how maybe he wasn't training and stuff like that because... <laughs> Like, no, but just in general, in terms of, I think this might be, and it's not like, it's not deep because we only bought 1.5 million, but in terms of like a transfer that we might have got wrong, I think this might be one of them. In terms of, it's not it's not like a big deal, because it's not at all, but like, no, I think he looked very good on statistically, and obviously he was a ball playing defender, like Fai said, his yeah. contract was running out, and he looked like kind of like a deal to be done. But the fact that he'd never got any minutes, and I know that he was injured for some of the time, but the fact that he got no minutes and Reese Williams and Nat Phillips and all these midfielders are playing ahead of him must have meant that, like, he must have been really bad in training. Like, really, Bro, really did, he, did it really mean that a deal had to be done? Be honest. Nah. As I said, we must have got, we got it wrong. So it's one of the ones where, like, that kind of approach of maybe on a statistical view and, like, seeing he kind of pops out from the numbers, I don't think this one actually, like, this one didn't come to fruition. Yeah, I, I, I can't work out what we were thinking with this one. I, l- listen, I would have got it if he was work- playing at a um, top-performing league and he was like, you know, a shrewd purchase. But the fact that he was from the league below, playing for Preston, um, <laughs> it didn't make sense then. Didn't so, make sense. I was going to say, for do you want to know what my, uh, just as I thought, just as we're talking about this, what my thinking is? So, I personally felt like we had a lot of stocks in Quebec. I felt like we felt like he was going to perform quite quite well. And he was going to be someone that we could probably keep um, yeah. and get on the cheap. 
and then uh, and then after what's it called? Um, sell Ben Davis off the season after if he wasn't going for Kanate, but he just didn't work out, and then was like, yeah, let's just get Kanate. And it, I think that decision was made like quite early into his Liverpool loan. Like we was like probably two months in. Yeah, let's just start looking at Kanate and get this guy out of here and get and get Ben Davis out of here when we can. But I also feel like we probably would have sold Ben Davis like the summer after if any like proper bids came in for him. But we just didn't. We just let him linger around and. Did he even play for us? No, nah, he, bro, he's one of the few players that signed for the first team that's actually never put a single minute onto the pitch. Like, he hasn't even had like a preseason game. He hasn't had a friend. Nothing. Yeah, he, he, he played last preseason. Actually, he did play. Last he, he played. He played. He played preseason, but like in terms of a professional game, he never played a single. Uh, fucking. You know, even Stephen Corker was getting games, bro. That was yes, yeah. <laughs> bro. Stephen Corker was playing up front. Don't forget. That is yeah. That was crazy. You know, what I Don't think the one, the, the one positive spin on this is that like. The Liverpool juice is a lot at this current time because mm. we've managed to up his fee and he had no minutes on the pitch. So that's purely just based on you got signed for Liverpool, so there must be something here. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, they must have seen something on you, so we'll up your price tag a couple million, and we got money, more money for him, even though he he didn't step once onto the pitch. I don't know how he got more money. Don't forget, him. I think he was under contract with us, and when we signed him from Preston, he had like a year left. He was yeah. supposed to go to um, Celtic for free, I think. Yeah, yeah. And Liverpool, because I'm Celtic, so obviously we've got him on a cheap. And if you've got like three, three years on your contract, you're obviously going to get so far a bit more. Um, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think there was any need to sign him. I don't know why we signed him, but fuck it, man. We've got four million in it, so. Hey. Yeah, I mean, just to quickly, I'm a nasty guy. So quickly, just to go back to a, a point about uh, Quebec. And the, the club putting a lot of stocks in him. And there was someone else in the cast that put a lot yeah, of stocks in the back. Um, someone called Chris. And Main host, by the way. Yeah. IT Chris, you know. Yeah, well, Chris, uh, nowhere to be seen. D- d- don't know where the bloke is. Last time I heard he was an Ibiza. Um, brother, the pod needs you. You know, it'll be good for you to show up sometimes. Um, yeah, me and Peter need a break. Why is nasty? Because you've been calling that Chris for a minute. No one else, apart from you, you've just been having this. You know random. why? Because I, I know exactly when he's coming back. So it's like, for now, I know he can't respond to me. So I'm going <laughs> to keep taking things to him. <laughs> um, cool. All right. So Ben Davis gone. Um, someone else has also gone on loan. Um, <laughs> one of Julian's faves, um, Reese Williams, ha- has it's been announced today that he's gone on loan to. Um, Blackpool, uh, who are in the championship. Julian, what are your thoughts? Good for him, man. No, honestly, like for a player that's like shown to be quite basic um, in terms of not having. I think you guys discussed this last week as well. Not having like a standout attribute. Um, I feel like this time at Liverpool, especially in his um, young formative years, like nineteen to twenty-one, um, or yeah, nineteen to twenty-one, he's not really had. Uh, the most uh, consistent playing time, which is where you kind of need your education as a footballer. So, yeah, man, um, hold that in, man. Like, yeah, go to Blackpool, um, get your straps. Obviously, go to a more physical league. I feel like the championship is a more physical league and, and that kind of um, goes with his attributes because he's a very tall guy um, and quite and looks quite strong. Um, but um, in terms of uh, his pace and actually and actually using, using his height and strength, I think he kind of needs that to get that aspect um, of his game down. I don't think he has a career at Liverpool, if I'm honest. I probably think we're getting um, him alone so we can kind of push his price up and actually move him on um, as well. Um, but, yeah, man, good luck to him. I have no qualms with him. Hey, him and Nat Phillips, they're two guys that got us through the, the darkest of times. So, yeah, um, good luck to him, man. And I hope when he comes back next year, um, he has a good season at Blackpool. 
um, probably get some, you know, you know, a young player of the season. You know, you know, them championship clubs like to give Loney's um, player of the season and um, probably sneak, you know, sneak, sneak in a playoff run. And yeah, man, um, good luck to him, honestly. <laughs> cool. I, I hear the sincerity in that. Um, Ellis, what are your thoughts on Reese Williams? I don't know if you heard the pod last week and what me and Peter were saying about, um, you know, like it, it felt as if he's slowly regressing and the club needed to kind of be a bit more active in kind of helping him out and trying to get him some more game time. Uh, what are your thoughts on this uh, loan move? Yeah, I agree. Um, against Man United, he had like, what, 15 minutes, however long he played and he was a bit abysmal. His first touch was to let in, who did he let in? I think he let in Martial. Um, he wasn't, he didn't sort his feet out properly or quickly. He lacks pace. I know last season we was a bit surprised that a youth with a bit of ethnic in him has no pace. It was a bit scary. Um, he's not strong enough. My my thing is that he went alone last season to Swansea and he kind of failed. If I want to say that, I think they let they brought him back or we brought him back in January or something under the season long loan. So and he didn't really play that much for for Swansea. So I really hope now he can settle down and get some games under his belt. I do believe, I don't think he will be good enough for Liverpool, looking at it. Um, I think they've got Billy Camuto and um, Seth van der Berg, who might not make it as well. But they also got that boy at under-19s. I'm not too sure of his name. They sent about Ejo Kwanzaa. They also got him. So they're now trying to clear a pathway for him. So, yeah, I just hope he can settle down and get some games under his belt. But good luck to him. Word to Julian. Ellis, that's good, good knowledge from you, mate. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, that, that's fantastic, mate. Honestly. See, you can learn a few things from me, but you don't. That's the problem with young people. They don't want to learn. Yeah, Ellis, to... Ellis what, let's be honest. Now, now Peter's kind of talking. Like, what were your thoughts on what Peter said last week? Um, obviously, if the listeners didn't listen, he, Peter basically said that Ellis doesn't really have much knowledge and he's past it. And that's why he wants <laughs> to <laughs> start hey, Everything good. Everything good. <laughs> Fahi, I didn't see, say that like that. But... You see, you see what happens when you start following You see what happens when you start following Fahi? You get dragged into messy stuff. Now you're in it. Now you're in it, bro. So what are you trying to say? What? Well, I brought you back into the fold so you can try to kick me up. Who the hell do you think you are, mate? Joe <laughs> <laughs> you know is Ellis, yeah. Like, man respects you in it. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Once upon a time, like, you was the big dog. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you was the man. You, know what I'm saying? But you when a man... Wipe you off this earth crazy. <laughs> you, when, you see when a man starts disrespecting you. Man respects um, you, innit? Yeah, man respects <laughs> you, innit? You know that one. <laughs> but, so, as, as I was saying before, the show kind of, it, it has to move on. and, and, it, and, and, and it, Hold on, let, let me speak. Let me speak. The analytical, analytical kind of side of it. And I think our viewers and our listeners, they want a bit more. They want a bit more knowledge. They want a bit more, you know, statistical, a bit more analytical approach. You know what I'm saying? This oh, kind no. of like, this meat-heavy, protein-shaky. It, it's just not cutting it anymore. I'm sorry. Oh, well, hold on, hold on. Because you might do a little podcast, a little podcast. Oh, my God, guys. Look at Pep's team. It's so good. It's so wine. So you think you can come out here? You're crazy, bro. You know what, Ellis, yeah? All right, once a month, I'll, gi- I'll, I'll give you, you know what I'm saying, minutes there and there. Fine. It's the last pod Peter's doing, Peter. Don't put your name down, bro. In fact, remind me to delete him from the chats. Remind me. Oh, my Boy. gosh. I, I was going to say about the loan thing. It looks like... Um, just uh, on all seriousness, like I think with our loans, we're kind of very like meticulous and very like calculated with our loans. Yeah. So like it seems like 
we kind of have this kind of um, arrangements with a couple of clubs. So it seems like the Blackpool, Swansea, um, Oscar Blackburn, like these, these are clubs that like our former employees have been at. So like Neil Critchell was at Blackpool last, se- last season. He's now gone yeah. to Arsenal Villa. Um, also, what's his name? Um, no, um, what's his name? The, the Northern Forest Manager was at Swansea when we sent out um, Brewster to them. So yeah, it just looks like we're using our kind of contacts in the game. And we're only sending them, um, our young players to clubs that we kind of trust. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now I looked at Michael Appleton, um, who's the Blackpool manager, and he's yeah. not had a link to Liverpool, which is interesting. But m- maybe some people. Well, Something saying Crit- Critchley was there last year. Yeah, so. he was there last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, you're right. We do seem to kind of, um, you know, look, look at it carefully and not just mm. loan players out to anyone. There's also that guy that went. Um, what's his name? Uh, the he went to Portuguese. The Portuguese team. Um, is it Clark? No, he was there. That went to the Portuguese team. Uh, left back. Um, yeah, the left back. Yeah. Owen Beck still. Beck, yeah, Owen yeah, Beck, yeah. And that's a that's a quite like an intriguing loan as well. You don't really see that. So yeah. Yeah, and that's something again the club were working on for like a couple of weeks. So it's not like something that just happened out of nowhere. Um, it's something they properly looked into. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's interesting what we're doing. I, I like the approach of giving these tight and um, giving these guys like game time in, in like the first team for other clubs and like the first division or the main league in that country. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how, how these guys do. Um, I don't really see Reese Williams having a future at the club, to be honest. But, you know, he helped us out when we needed him, um, however he could. So, um, yeah. Um, cool. So, since the last pod, we played Palace um, last Friday. It was a 2-0 victory. Um, I think the game was in Singapore. Yeah, it was in Singapore this time. So, yeah. Um, Palace 2-0. Marco, talk to me. What were your thoughts on the game? Um, talk to me about uh, Mr. Carvalho, that the, the streets are loving him right now. And then talk to me about Darwin Nunes, who the streets absolutely are not loving. Right now. <laughs> um, okay, so I didn't catch the whole friendly, but I was just in with Peter in the chat about the friendly, about the bits I could catch anyway. And let me start off with Fabio. Like, this suit seems so comfortable in the ball that like, I'm so surprised that at 19, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, he's 19, right? Yeah. Cool, at 19. And against decent opposition in Crystal Palace, we started against their first choice back line. He's picking up the ball and seeming like he has all the time in the world. And he's played at Fulham in the Championship. He's played in the Premier League. I think he played three games in the season that they were in the Premier League. He hasn't really had that much top-level playing time, but he's already so comfortable in tight areas and on the ball and it seems like we've got a real gem in that guy he links up well I don't know what his instructions are specifically but he seems to want to get behind the back line and link up with the number nine quite well he has little intricate touches that seem really good I was talking to Tay of Coppen Fame and saying well Coppen Fame you know what I mean anyway and I was saying I think you're underestimating the fact that Fabio Carvalho may be a little bit of a wild card for us this season in terms of the fact that it doesn't look like we're signing a right CM at the moment. But it looks like if we were to pay a combination of Elliot and Fabio in that role, Elliot, who also has been great in the preseason, they'll both be able to provide that engine and ingenuity that should get us over the line in terms of competing with City. I don't think we win it this season, but in terms of competing with City. Um, and Darwin Nunes. Damn. 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 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Bro, I've been watching you trying to defend him as much as possible. I, I, I see it. I see it. You've been <laughs> on the front line, for sure. I want to defend him badly because I want to start the Darwin Nunes defence league. If you lot don't know, there was a Salah defence league for some time. And that was going on in the chat when a couple men were running riot, chatting shit about Salah. I think Julian may have been part of them, man, you know, but... Julian was, Julian was, <laughs> but he did admit to his faults after. So there was a few, a few men talking a bit crazy about Salah still, and was, the Salah Defence League was created. So as the CEO of the Trent Defence League, I think I'm going to expand my portfolio and start a little Darwin Nunes Defence League. Personally, I think... Yeah, do you want to explain why you're defending him? I think that's what we should... Do you know what, yeah? It's not even about why I'm defending him. It's more, I think he's going to slap. And the reason I think he's going to slap, and I've explained this in several different chats, is we are a very high-volume creation team. We have two of the best fullbacks in the world. I'm not going to say the best, like Klopp said. I'm going to say some of the best fullbacks in the world. And they create a lot of chances from their position. So when you have a big man that thrives off chaos, that is a great finisher in and around the box. And although it's scruffy in his play, is very good at having that attacking, I guess, sense about where to be, similar to what they said on the main part about Mane and being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, I think he'll be able to eat enough. And it won't be pretty at all, I'm not going to lie to you, but he'll definitely score a lot of goals. All right, you know, you know what, um, Marco, we will speak about this even further. But first, we're going to go to an ad break. Cool. Yep, and we're back. All right, cool. So, Marco, that's your thoughts on Nunes. Um, Julian, I know you caught the game as well. Um, I've not spoken to you yet about uh, Carvalho or Nunes. What are your thoughts on what you've seen so far? I know it's pre-season, so I, I know you're not taking it too seriously, but what are you thinking? Um, I'll start with uh, Carvalho because that is a bit more positive. Um, I'm really, I'm a big, 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 big fan of him. Um, I really like how comfortable he's on the ball. I really like how brave he is. Um, from his time at uh, Fulham, um, I was able to catch a couple of nifty highlights before he came. And even and even got seen a couple of his goals. Like he's really the type to just be comfortable on the ball, take players on, look for that, look for that pass. Always be like on the edge of the box as well. Um, I really like how um, compared to his time at Fulham, where he was kind of um, operating on the wing just behind the striker. He looks like he's very comfortable playing much deeper in the midfield. And yeah, like at nineteen, is he nineteen or eighteen? He's 19, going to be 20 in August. Yeah, 19, going to be 20. Yeah, I think he has a, a lot of promise, um, a lot of promise. I remember last time um, when we was first linked to him in January, um, I compared him to Coutinho. And um, I, I'm, to be honest, even as I just watch um, more, like I'm more, I'm seeing more of that mold, that Coutinho mold where he's able Bro, to... It, it, it honestly feels like it's lazy, but it's not. He literally it's not, yeah. like Coutinho. I yeah, agree. I yeah, agree. literally. Like, I, I felt like I'm, it was I'm a lazy... I'm going to say a little bit more. I, I I'm going to say Jao Felix still. Mm, I don't think he's that direct as a Jao Felix. You know, is a Jao Felix. I think Jao Felix is better with his back to goal in terms of like he's that kind of player where he gets his back to goal and he can kind of take you on from there and he's kind of, and he's able to create and bring and bring the rest of the forwards in. But um, I feel like with Fabio Cavalli, he's definitely able to be the type to just actually get the ball and actually look forward straight away. 
and take a player on and make that quick, quick make those quick intelligence, and passes. Isn't it? It's more like yeah. intelligence, yeah. Yeah, like bravery and intelligence. That that is my my, my favorite kind of midfielder. Um, um, which kind of goes to um uh, Darwin Nunes. Um I personally, if I'm honest with you, uh not been a fan of him as a player, um, in terms of the technical side, is a bit like on the eye, it's a bit too much for me to kind of be like, oh, you know what, we can just firm it. But I definitely feel like, you know, I thought this way about Mane. I thought this way about Salah, to be fair. And I'm not going to be, um, you know, uh, waxing uh, negative about one of our own players. I, I think he I think he will improve, especially on an elite manager like Klopp, especially up front. He gives me shades of, I'm not going to say Haaland because that'd be a, that would be a lazy assessment. But um, I do like his attributes in terms of maybe he's not as good on the ball, but I feel like with how we're playing now, I feel like we're, there's more emphasis on us playing through the middle instead of um, playing from our fullbacks, even um, in, in this game here, the, um, the game against um, Crystal Palace. Um, I saw even Trent popping up in those middle spots that we've always seen him before. And I think with us focusing our play down the middle more, and also um, with Darwin Nunes being, he, he, from what I've seen, he, he scores a lot of headers. Um, the crossing, inshallah, should be cash money and he'll get on a lot of headers. Um, and also just to play through the middle, um, that kind of intelligence in having Jones and, and Harvey Elliott there. Um, which which was great to see as well. Um, they look like they're very they're very direct in terms of how they play, in terms of how they want to approach the game. So yeah, with with if we have you know the the, the Joneses, the um, Fabio Cavaliers now, the um, Harvey Elliotts getting a lot of game time with Darwin Nunez, and not even to mention the Thiago. I'm not even going to speak about that Kater guy. Um, yeah, I think Darwin Nunez can definitely see a lot of joy and will definitely get a lot of the ball. And as Marco mentioned before. He'll be a high volume. He'll get we're a high volume um, ch- um, chance creation team, so he will definitely get opportunities to eat, and there'll be no excuses for him. To be honest, no excuses in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. no, for sure, I, I I agree. I I just think I think people have just gone a bit over the top with the I, yo. I get it. Agendas, agendas. From rival fans, it's fine. They can say whatever. But you know, like our fan base, I've mm. seen a, sl- a small percentage where they do seem to be a bit worried. It's like. How can you be worried based off two preseason games? Like you can't yeah. take anything from it. Preseason game in like a literally a different climate. Um, as and I've, I've, you know, I've, and you guys have told me that he's had like a blister that he needed to get over. Like different surface, new team. Like there's so many aspects. And also, again, the season literally hasn't started. So man, man, he literally it's... started training last Monday, and his first yeah. game was on Tuesday. Like I don't really understand. It, it doesn't make sense. And and if you're looking at it historically, preseason has always kind of given us a bunch yeah. of like false dawns. If you look at um, uh, Iago Aspas, when he when he came in pre-season, we thought he was going to be like the next Suarez, the way he was playing. Um, if you look at Fernando Torres when he came, he was pretty terrible in pre-season. Even, was... even, even Van Dijk last season, like he, yeah, he, he didn't look good. really bad like last season. But of course, like again, you're coming back like it's to be honest, it's very funny though. I won't lie, like the bespoke Tim's joke on the, yo, on the main yo, card. The caterpillar shoes. When they said he's not wearing Tim's, he's wearing caterpillars, that killed me. Yeah. I can't lie. The jokes are hilarious. They're more funny still. Mad funny. I can't lie. I saw one comp. Ah, oh, mate. One yeah. comp where they licked it with speed. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> speed for fuck's sake. They're calling him and I, I had a quick pre. Um, on Twitter because I saw the car. Uh, I just put in Darwin Nunes on just on a search bar on Twitter because obviously you know I'm not on the Godforsaken app anymore. And I can't lie, the amount of jokes yeah, they were, I never knew they were comparing him to Andy Carroll, Central C. Oh, you see why this peak? You see the you see the 
You see the video they were talking about on the main podcast about yeah. yeah. Go watch that video, please. <laughs> and they go look at Darwin Nunes. It's, 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 it's so funny. And it's like, the jokes, they're proper funny. But like, if we're being real, like, is this, isn't this what preseason's for? Like, isn't preseason to, to iron out any rust, to get fit, to kind of, you know what I'm saying, be match fit for the new season? Like, this is literally what preseason's for. Like, man will turn up to their teams preseason and be bloody have a massive tummy you know what i'm saying like literally like man turn up to their preseason, they can't even breathe the first training session so yeah. like this is what preseason sport you're two weeks literally two weeks into the preseason. like come on like, what's let's, killing let's be... me is you, you know what sorry for interrupting what's killing me is i can tell he's definitely getting agitated because he's tweeting stuff like the zillion the stuff, yeah. and all that stuff. Like, fuck you know man they've got to <laughs> but obviously he hasn't you, he probably hasn't faced such a spotlight and such yeah. a um attention like this before obviously yeah, yeah. he's played in obviously the portuguese league but playing for the Premier League and playing in one of the biggest teams in the Premier League is a different type of kettle. But obviously, we have such a great um, team chemistry and team spirit, so I know they'll help him through it. It seems like the, um, you've seen loads of comments from Trent, loads of comments from Henderson just trying to like help him and stuff like that. So I think he'll be fine. Fucking um, I, hell, bro! It's been two pre-season games. He'll be good, though. But yeah, but I was just going to talk about the, the Palace friendly in general because I did watch Fun. all of it. Um, I didn't watch the main night game, unfortunately. You know what I'm saying? That's just how the couple cookie crumbled. I managed to catch the Crystal Palace game, though. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was interesting. Obviously, the first, it was more like a, we played um, more of a first team in terms of the main night game was just a whole load of um, youth mixed in with first teamers. But it's, we played basically like two first teams. And the first half, um, my takes from it was like... Um, Milner, Milner looked really good. Like, he actually played really well. And it's just like, I just feel like you can't beat this guy. Like, you actually can't beat Stop like that him. right now. Stop that right now. No, but the guy looked, I have to be honest, like, he was the fittest guy on, on the pitch, pause. And, like, he looked, he, he, I'm saying, he he obviously got the pre-assist for the goal. He'd um, done a nice switch um, to Harvey Elliott. And Harvey Elliott pulled back to Henderson and Henderson scored. Harvey Elliott was another one that looked um, really, really good in terms of he was on the ball a lot. He played in that kind of... Um, that right wing, right CM role, but it was mainly it was mainly right wing and Milner just just um, playing right back. So he looked really neat, um, really composed as, as usual. Um, his, his final pass was really good, and uh, Jones was on the other other side playing like left centre mid, and Jones kind of his it was just that typical kind of Jones performance where he's doing a lot on the ball, but his final pass was just a bit lacking. So that was a bit irritating. Um, Diaz again. Diaz was hungry. He was running around. He was like a it was buzzing, but that he final pass. Was Go on. I just want to get on pod in it, on record in it. Between us five, yeah, who's Camp Harvey? Who's Camp Jones? Um, I'm both. I've always yeah, in the famous I'm words of Rio. Oh, no, 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 no. You have to both pick, of them, I don't, I don't give a fuck about what Rio said. This is a Liverpool club. All right, so, so, so what are you saying? Picking what? Who's going to have the best success at the club? Who's going to have the better, better season right now? This season. Who's going to have a better season in the upcoming season? I'm playing Harvey. You're going Harvey. Okay. Uh, who, else, who else wants to go? Yeah, I was going to say, you know what? Yeah. I, obviously, I'm both. I'm team both in it. But I feel like Harvey, I feel like Harvey at this point just has a lot more in game intelligence than, than Jones. I feel mm. like, especially in these two preseason games, Harvey Ellis already got one assist. I don't know if Jones has got one, but even in the, some of the highlights I was watching, like the, I think Jones had one chance against Crystal Palace. And it's just like moments like that where I feel like I've seen it too many times with him where he's not incisive enough. And for Liverpool, you need to be very incisive in our midfield. So, yeah, man. I think Jones... Well, is- against Man United, and I think you lot spoke about this in the pod last week, yeah. where he was 
on the counter and he was dribbling. And I think there was someone outside and maybe Milner. And I understand why you don't want to pass to Milner, yeah. Mm. But it's the better option. Either mm. you have to get your shot on target and make it a good shot, exactly. or pass to Milner and make Milner like square it across the box. But he does neither. He gets like a little shit connection on it. Then yeah, on his left foot, innit? Yeah. yeah so, okay, cool. I'm, I'm more team um, Jones. And I, I'll tell you why. It's because I feel like Jones's role is, is harder than Elliot's role. In terms of he's involved in all phases of, of of play, so you'll see him literally at the edge of our box, maybe trying to tackle someone or win the ball, and then he'll get the ball, drive it, and literally drive it from second third to final third, and maybe final third he's probably tired or like he's his end product is just lacking. But I like the fact that Jones is involved in all phases of play, and I think it's easier to be just involved in final third play. Obviously, it's hard to obviously nick that final ball, but in terms of Elliot, he's probably got that energy like stored so that he's able to kind of maybe nick that pass better. Whereas Jones, what he's doing, it's hard. Like, it's proper hard. And I feel like Jones, when I see, sorry, Julian, when I see Jones, yeah. it feels like he's playing with a lot of instructions. And yeah. I feel like Elliot's allowed to play and be more free and be more expressive and be more in the final third. And that's obviously because um, he came from obviously being straight from a winger. And like, obviously he was playing right wing for Blackburn. And then he, now, obviously, so that that kind of, that um, incisiveness is still there. But I feel like John, with Jones, it seems like he's just got so many instructions and he's just not sure how to kind of execute them. But I like the fact that Jones, he always wants to get the ball. He's never hiding. And yeah, he'll make mistakes. And yeah, he might irritate us, but he's never, ever hiding. That's one thing I like about a player. He's so brave and he always wants to get on the ball. And once he puts it all together, we've got a fantastic player there who can do all sides of the game. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I definitely agree with you, Peter. Because yeah, that's why I'm more of a fan of Jones as a player. And I actually think Jones is a better Dude, you're playing both sides there, mate. What no, 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 because no, the thing is with what you're saying is true is because with Harvey Elliott, I think he, it's easier for him to show a bit more in terms of his role, um, it's, especially because, like, he's basically filling in for a role where he's basically yeah. an extra, an extra, extra like, attacker. Right to the mid role is a bit yeah. further forward, isn't it? Exactly. And then um, with Jones, he's more in the middle, getting the ball, carrying the ball, making that final pass, which at his age is very hard to do without consistent football and consistent knowledge of the game. So... I think Jones is a better player, of course, but in terms of his role, I think it takes a lot more and I think Klopp will be a bit less patient and he probably will be because we're going for the highest of honours and Elliot will just have a bit more highlights and moments to his game to kind of justify him playing more and getting that kind of better season because of the opportunities that he'll be given. I think. Let me let me throw some last thoughts before the old Mark, man. Let me, Mark, no, I think... Um... That old man... <laughs> Punk ass. Now I think uh, <clears throat> Elliot will probably have a better season because he's going to play a few more games because there's not much competition on the right hand side of midfield. I think Jones is is now he's ha- he has to fight Thiago and probably Naby Keita on that on that left hand side, and it looks like that's the two role that's the role he's going to play on that left hand side. So he will probably play less games than what Elliot will play. And if you're going off the back of last season, Elliot started the first four games. I even shifted out Henderson to the right to the left hand side. Mm. So I think Klopp will probably use him a bit more. But that's that's not to say that he's a better player than Jones. I I think that Jones is a better player, but he's probably just gonna have a bit more game time. Sorry, Marco. You know what? I'm gonna go completely opposite. I think Elliot's the better player. And the reason I think that is because he's a lot more magical with what he does. Like like you said, Peter, we have this typical Jones thing where he carries the ball and he does so much, but his final ball is always lacking. For me, the final ball is so key to what you do. 
So if you're able to do everything else, but you have a shit final ball, I'm going to call you a shit player. We've seen people like Pulisic who is able to dribble past loads of players, but when you get in, in and around the box, he's scuffing shots and he's not making the right passes. Well, we've seen Elliot. players like like Kovacic, like Dembele, uh, Musa Dembele. You see, you know what I'm saying? People that they've never they've never Kovacic has edited this last season, but they've never really been ones to play in that kind of final third. But they've been. I think that's by instruction because we've seen Kovacic be able to do it, and Jones is an instruction to do it. Do you know what I mean? But there's players like, in this world that are not good that. in the final third, but are good in first and second third, and they're still good players. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like Frank De Jong, or you know what I'm saying? I just think personally, his. How highly he performs in the final third outweighs what Jones does in the first and second in terms yeah. of quality. So Jones is, let's call Jones, if I quantify it, Jones is maybe a 6-7 in and around the first and second phase. I think Elliot's a 7. Solid 7, maybe an 8 in the third. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if, if, if he's here or not, but um, Mike, Mike, brother Mike has joined um, the pod. Quick cameo, quick cameo. Take time away. Take time away. So, so, so quick question for you, Mike. I, I'm, I'm sure you are well because you're here and you, you sound healthy. Um, Mark's asked a question. Who, who, who do we think is going to have the better season this season? Is it going to be Harvey Elliott or Curtis Jones? Where do you stand on this? Yeah, you asked in the group chat the other day and I said, I said Elliott. And the reason I think Elliott will is because... You look at where he plays on the right-hand side of midfield, his only competition realistically is 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 Henderson. Unless you view Oxford Chamberlain as like a proper viable option this season, which obviously I know you, Fahi, I know Peter, biggest haters, Julian as well. All the big all of his biggest haters are here, in fact. So it's good to address <laughs> all of his biggest haters. So I think ultimately, based on who he's competing against, he'll get more minutes than Jones. Jones is competing against in his best role, Thiago, our best midfielder. And Cater, who okay has his has his critics, but has had a decent season last season, and will probably kick on or hopefully kick on um, this coming season. So I think based on the kind of advantage in terms of who he competes against in the squad, Elliot, and I just I just think I, I kind of picked up on what Mark was saying. Then I just joined in a little cameo, you know how it goes. But um, I just think Elliot's more decisive in the final third for me in terms of his movement off the ball and in terms of just like what he does with the ball in those, in those areas. I think Jones at times does the kind of the middle third bits really well. Um, and we've seen him be decisive in the final third at times, but in the Porto game last season, Champions League was very decisive. But otherwise, I want to see more from him because especially as this, this, this is a guy that was a youth, as a youth team player, was a left winger. He was playing in attacking roles. He was being, he was, you know, literally winning games for the Liverpool youth teams. So you want to see him do more of that. But I just think, honestly, Elliot on our right-hand side, technically he's very secure. I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing him play this season. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Thank you, Matt, for taking some time away from your hectic, conservative PM schedule. <laughs> but I wanted to Whoa. talk about, so people are talking about competition. And in my opinion, I feel like Fabio is going to, Fabio Carvalho for the listeners, is going to be the right CM option as well. Because as we mentioned earlier on, the right CM plays a lot higher up. And what we've seen in preseason is Fabio getting beyond the number nine, whether that be Firmino or Nunes. So I think that Fabio is also an option in that right CM slot. And because of how it's played, it's suited more to Fabio than Elliot. So I don't really... I know that Jones has it extremely hard in terms of competition, but for me, Klopp puts a lot of faith in young players if you're good enough. And 
we've seen that at the beginning of the season where Elliot started the first three games, I believe, which was one included Chelsea game, which at playing against somebody that is an amazing, well, I don't want to give them too much credit, but essentially they are our rivals in terms of competing for the title. And last season, we didn't know what was going to happen in terms of them falling off. We thought they were still going to be in and around come May. Well, some of us did anyway. I don't really rate them boys there, but I feel like that much faith in Elliot shows where Klopp's, what Klopp sees in training and where his faith lies. That's fair. On the, on the Cavalier thing, I honestly have no idea where that guy's going to play. I think, he, listen, I haven't watched much pre-season, so I, I've been way too busy with working and everything else. So I, I can't say how he's done. The little clips I've seen on Twitter, he looks good, he looks sharp. Um, but from what I've seen in the Fulham highlights as well, is he someone that favours that left-hand side? He likes to come in off that left-hand side. So I'm not, I mean, I'd love to see him try it. I love. To, I don't see how, yeah, he, right. how he does the things he wants to do on that right centre-mid role. Because if you watch a lot of his goals for Fulham, he's coming on to play from that left-hand side. He's either cutting in or he's making a run from that left-hand side. And it, it, it feels to me that's more natural to him than playing on the right-hand side, but he would have to change his game a bit. But again, I haven't seen him play in pre-season. So the preseason game, he's played um, as like a left centre mid or like a left winger. So he's exactly. either, so he's yeah, he's played like left wing or like the most advanced player in the midfield, but on the left. So yeah, it's been mainly on the left. So I think this season, I, I don't really feel that he's going to be playing um, as the false nine. He's either going to play left wing or left centre mid. I think personally. You know what, Peter? I hate when we move when like you move young players around too much. Like yeah. let them cook in one position. Let him have minutes in a position where he can be like, okay. This is a position for him, at least for a short term. It might be a position, position he plays for two or three seasons. But like moving him, so he plays right centre mid, and left centre mid, and left wing, and right wing, and false nine. It's just let him develop one, one or two positions and, and, and take it from there. So far, he I'm hijacking hosting. Yo, no, yo, do your thing, man. I'm just here finding a way, just, just trying to cool myself down. What's Ellis saying? <laughs> wow. Alison, uh, Mike, I've, I've cancelled. Um, Antics, so okay, that's the final sign else to do, bro. Okay, bro. Okay, I hear you. <laughs> Ellis is hurting, boy. You can't even get any bloody screen time for me. <laughs> what you say? Did you MJF him? Did you MJF him, Pete? Hey. Nothing, bro. You, come on, man. <laughs> I've got rid of Antics, bro. So, you know I'm saying, yeah, they, they, had a, they had a little squabble. Uh, Mike, you're here in the recording. Who, who won? Who won? Come on, what kind of question is that, man? Get the hell out of here, bro. Hey, back, it was a little, it was a little bass boss. It wasn't. Go back to that Nunes thing, though. Um, yeah. Yeah, yo, you're you're everything good, everything great. So just talk to me about Nunes. Yeah, no, go back to that. He just seems like he's he's trying to over impress. He's clutching at stuff. He's stretching for stuff, and he just needs to chill out, man. But he's only been here what. Couple of days, bruv. Relax. <laughs> On the Nunes thing, by the way, I can't believe the hysteria over 57 minutes of preseason football. Yeah, thank you. I think, I think it's absolutely bonkers. And some of our fans, by the way, are cowards because they're doing a whole, oh, look at Nunes' first touch. Shut up. Like, the yes. guy's played 57 minutes. He's adjusting to new teammates. And by the way, they need to adjust to him because I feel yep. like whenever we've got the ball, we're trying to launch it 50 yards to get him in behind. That's not how we do it. We need to yeah. kind of develop more, better, more sophisticated patterns of play to get him in behind. But he's he's been fine, man. Honestly, like he's for me. Whenever I've watched the little bits of preseason that I have watched, he's looked like he's always trying to stretch play, 
he's always lively, he's, he's causing chaos. And I've got good like, movement as well, man. Yeah, he's got good movement. And yeah. I, I think Fahi quote tweeted on, on the account, but I remember Torres' first preseason back in 2008, and Voronin was a better player than him that, that preseason, by the way. Voronin was one that was scoring goals in preseason. I think yeah. Torres even missed the penalty in that preseason. Yeah. So if you want to make a judgment on a player's ability based on like 57 minutes of preseason, you do that. But when he starts scoring goals, don't jump on the bandwagon because we told you this club's going to be a good player. Facts. It's closed, man. It's closed. No more. Um, no more. I'm telling, you, I'm telling you, as the CEO, yeah, of the Darwin Nunes Defence League, all you man can fuck off still. <laughs> Cowards, little pussyos, all of you man that are twerking for ops, and I'm saying you man are twerking for ops. Get out of here, fam. No, they really are. It's 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 a sad set of affair, but it's it's what the Liverpool fan base online has become in 2022. Where has Bush dropped a tweet yet saying, "Oh my gosh, uh, he's actually not that, no, I, Oh, I don't know. No, I think no. I think he's um Darwin Nunes in. He's, I think he's Also, just a point on that again, that Crystal Palace game as well. Like Kanate just looks absolutely phenomenal. Like absolutely, like he just he had Mateta in a pack. Like Mateta couldn't get <laughs> nothing from him. And Mateta, you know what I'm saying? That, that's glad, be glad. Yeah. So I think it looks, team, the way it's looking at this season, I think Kanate will probably be first choice for Van Dijk. I can see that that spot is like we said, like we saw in the Champions League final. He's the one to start, and I feel like he's really gonna kind of get into his own this season and I feel like he'll probably be first choice. Hopefully Joe Gomez as well will get some more game time. We want that for him, you know what I'm saying? That's that's one of our boys. But Kanate, wow, wow, what a player. I think yeah, this season is really gonna be him and Van Dyke. Since I am hijacking hosting duties, there's obviously two routes to go down. There's the Joe Gomez new contract route, which I know was discussed in bits last week. But we've got Joe Gomez biggest fan in terms of Julian on the pod. But I want to go down the right centre mid route. And we touched on that when we were talking about Fabio Carvalho and competition for Joe, sorry, for Harvey Elliott. Um, do you guys think we need a right centre mid? I know we've been linked in most recent days with Nunes by myself that has said Paqueta. And as well, someone that is a throwback to, I believe, two seasons ago, Florian Newhouse, which Julian is definitely going to call a dork. And a Bundesliga PS name. Pez name. Pez name. So yeah, uh, all right. You know, you know, with it's clear as day we need a right centre mid. Like that's just very, very obvious. Um with all these names, with all these exotic Lucas Paqueta and all brother, he's not coming to Liverpool, man. Like then let's just let's just end it there. Like this guy won't come. If if a player comes, it's gonna be like a new Ness or someone like that, um, from the Portuguese league again. Like really and truly. It's obviously Bellingham is the one that we want. Um, I, I don't it's see. Funny, that. Did you just say? Did you just say we're better off going for Nunes than Paqueta? No, I'm saying that Paqueta is just come. not going to happen. Okay, it's, it's a made-up link. Like it's just, yeah. it's just no, a that's, bunch that's of a link for me. Like I just said, that's my link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I've done it as well. Other, well it's not viable though. It's not. I don't think it's viable. Mark said, "Source me." Yeah, source me, um, yeah, it, it, some of these names don't make sense, man. Really and truly, what we need to do is obviously Bellingham, if we are getting him and if we're trying to get him, try and get that done this season. If not, if it happens next season, then you may as well replace Ox and Milner now and let that player bed in, pause, for the next 12 months. So whoever that replacement is, I'm sure they've got an eye on who, who they're looking to get, kind of get in to replace those two. Bring him in now. Yeah, I yeah, I, I, genuinely, I genuinely don't get the... 
I'm personally not too fussed about the midfield this season, but if we are looking at Bellingham and we're planning for next season, it's just like really, um, it's 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 gonna it's it's something where if you feel like a position is um, needs to be filled and there's the best player out there, then why not go and get them? But I also understand that you know our midfield is very packed out at the moment, and personally, I feel like there's enough quality in there if players are given the right opportunities for us to actually do well with them. Um, like we've literally got three great, great players um, that are quite that are, that are on the younger side with Jones, uh, Carvalho, and um, Elliot. Elliot. So I personally would like to see them these 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 kind of players get more games over the likes of Naby Keita and Ox in midfield. But that that would be up to Klopp. I definitely feel like Ox will be in as more of a front three option now. So then that space is definitely has definitely opened up, but. Naby Keita, uh, I saw his bold patch that like, warming up with the rest of the team, and I was like, "Oh God, here we go again." So yeah, man. Um, you know, yeah. This this guy, I, I'm more. You know, I'm actually more saddened with with Uncle and this with Ellis and maybe June as well. Like, I don't really want to sign him for the sake of it. Like, I I, I re- I'm not on that still. Like, if we get like a, I'm, I haven't seen he has played too much, but if we get someone maybe like of that kind of standard, then he doesn't really. He's not better than a Henderson, or he's not better than like a Thiago. He's not better than like he's not coming in and really like you know to take us to the next level then then don't get it like you might as well just wait for Bellingham because in terms of you have to have to have like r- real belief and full belief in that before for me there's no point just getting a name in now because we have like you said like Julian said we have great young talents who let's get give the keys to them like give the keys to Jones give the keys to Elliot let's see what they can do I'd rather do that than just than buy a random footer for the sake of it so yeah I, unless you have full belief in that kind of like Bellingham, Barella um, and you know what I'm saying in that midfielder then I, I don't think we should just get him for the sake of it. Oh, speaking of Ox the Croc, what do we do with a player like that? that Keep him. Well, I, have, I have a thought on Ox, by the way. Oh, go on. Let's say this. <laughs> what are you expecting me to say? You expecting me to say all we... No. Nah, nah, I, I want to hear what you've got. What okay, the thought is on Ox. Go on. All I'm going to say is, I think with Ox, his family situation... Hey, 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 you're really, 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 I think for his perspective, he's not in a rush to move. I feel like he would, if his club offered something, he would be like, yeah, maybe. But he's not like, oh, I must leave the club now. And the club are kind of like, yeah, we'll keep it one more season and reassess it next season. So I think that's, I think his life is kind of meant that he's not really looking to push for a move, even though I think Ox is a sort of player. I remember back in Arsenal days when he wasn't playing much football. He's one of those that complain all the time. Oh, I'm playing right wing back. I want to play midfield. We haven't heard any noise from him for like uh, a long that. time. That's no. because we're Liverpool and we're not Arsenal scrapping no, for no, top no, four no, every no, season, no. bro. Hey, we're, we're winning Champions League, guys. You better hold that if you can't get if you can't. No, Julian, bro, the point is, the point is, Oxlade-Chamberlain is the sort of player that doesn't suffer in silence. He would, he wants to play minutes. I think at the moment, his personal, of course, he's, he's at a big club. He knows he's going to win trophies here. But also, his personal life is meaning. But listen, I've got, I've just had a child. Let me, you know, my child develop, you know, grow, and maybe when my contract ends, I'll move on after that. You have to think about these things. They're not robots. 
Now, to be fair, I agree with you. I already said this in the group chat. I'm just trolling for the pod. Content, isn't it? Content, content, content. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just not agitating uh, for a move, which is just kind of unlike him, isn't it? Kind of thing. It isn't. It's not like him at all, bro. It's not. So, listen, he's, you know, he's, he's just, he's just wants to live life. I'm okay, definitely... So, so I'm where definitely are you putting him next season? I'm definitely not... He said Ellis. Ellis, what did you say? Where's he, where's he playing next season? Because he's no, of no use in the midfield. Um, he can play up front, but then that's just what few games here and there. He has to be, he has to be a kind of like a backup right wing option. Like the, the, see how he played in that January when all their men went to African combinations. He got a couple of goals. I mm. think that's that's one of his strengths is running off the ball and maybe um, kind of me being at the end, being at the end of moves. So not building up moves, being at the end of moves and maybe because he's a decent little finisher. He's got a strike on him. So if we can kind of get him in terms of a, a runner off the ball, then yeah, I think that's. And be also, where... and also, as we as we've seen this season. We do need a right. If we're not going to buy anyone, we do need a right wing delegate because Salah needs a rest. He's not mm. Superman to be playing fifty games a season anymore. Like, oh well, yeah, and 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 perform. He will play it, but you know what I mean. We might get a second half of the season like like last season. So yeah, him at right right wing, fill in for what fifteen games. I wouldn't personally mind that. He's not that bad. Like I know we told him. Echo again. Chuck him in the field. <laughs> now he can't play midfield. Just keep him away from keep him away from anywhere functional. I think I think if we would be, he's also a player that we can use for like a change of shape. So let's say for instance we want to randomly play a four four two. Like I think you yeah, can do a job on that. You know what I'm saying? A right midfield um against Atletico. I think was that 2020. Yeah. When he was actually oh, finishing the left back. I think it was even worse than that. I think it was 2020. 2020, I'm so annoyed. All this hard work I've put in to negative <laughs> box work in this pod, and you lot are just God. You so no, fine, I can't lie. I think it's because me, me, me and Ellis have seen like bare weddings, bare kids. Like yeah, I'm saying, kids. yeah, we're just yeah, alive, man. Man. you know what I mean? Yeah, man. If I wants to live there, obviously have his youth just grow up one year. Let him. Yeah, oh, yeah man. Bro, you know what? Fuck these kids. Fuck Honestly, I, I think Ham, the good excuse is not. Wait, Marco, you're saying that. <laughs> bro. bro, go to West Ham. I don't care. Oh, I want to win titles. And no, no, exactly. Marco's point is correct. I, I share his sentiment. But it's, a, it's, it's a, a bonkers case. point. It's, it's not. What are you about? It's not. What are you on about? Yeah, Fahey, speak well, your mind. No, it's not bonkers. Wait, wait. How no, is that bonkers point? How is the point of we've got a title to win? Like, we don't have time for fucking petty sentiment and like keeping you in the club for no it's reason. Not petty exactly. sentiment. Klopp is literally, Klopp is literally is. saying that he, we can't he, buy he anybody. He was no use last season. Buy okay, so let's move somebody else. I'll talking now, come in. So Klopp is literally saying that we can't buy anybody else unless people ask to move. So he's taken he up hasn't the said that. He hasn't he said, said that. In, he said that in... In, in he hasn't. He hasn't said that. He said. I'll send you the source. Like, I'll send you this time. The source isn't just me. I've got sources not just you. down. I've got sources down. I don't okay, understand man. how you can begrudge a Liverpool fan for thinking more about the club and thinking we've got a title to win. We don't have time for these dosses. 
and just move them on when they clearly don't have a future at the club. Chamberlain is not an impediment to Liverpool winning the league title. Yeah, just bro, bro, just he's on a, listen, he's on 100k a week. He's not doing anything. There's no point in him being here. You, man, you man are talking like he's Mignolet and, and, and like Lovren. Yeah, what are you talking he's, about? He's not, he's not a, like a liability. Man, I can't believe he's just trash. I can't believe this. But if, 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 if there's no move for him, innit? Well, you can't really force it, can you? There's like... No, no, you can't force it. And listen, I'm fine for him to stay if he's going to stay for the season, whatever. But I'm not here for like fans pretending like, oh, you know, we'll assess it at the end of next season. We're not assessing anything. He's not going to stay for what reason? He's not done anything. Like, it's done. It's done. I'm, but but I'm, I wasn't saying we'll assess it. I said he'll assess it because his contract is not getting renewed. Otherwise, it wouldn't be renewed. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, he's going to have to assess it. He's got no option. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's why so I, I think that's what Liverpool want. I was saying, from his point of view, yeah. why he wouldn't be pushing for a move, even though he's not playing many minutes. Yeah. The point, yeah, I understand. But the point I'm saying is keeping him at the club doesn't mean Liverpool are less likely to win a league title. I don't think we're worse off bad. with him here than, than him gone, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, for me, it's more who we could have if he wasn't. But, there. but Mark, but hold on, can I make a point? It's not as simple as we sell Ox and we get Paqueta in, or we At sell. All. We're gonna get like 10 minutes, we're gonna get like 10 million from him, or five minutes. Mark that, that, play, um, from FIFA career mode or something. something. It's nothing to do with career mode, he's just not going to be in the fucking squad. What's the point? And yeah, but if, if we do sell him, if we do sell him, yeah. it's not a given that we get someone else in. Like, his space... That's yeah. fine, but he's at, his space in the squad isn't actually needed. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, But, that's, but he's a squad player, though. That's, that's what fine, he He's a squad player that's not even being utilised. Like, he doesn't actually get used. That's true, though. He doesn't... He doesn't, he doesn't make no, he got used in moments, by the way, last season. Bro, after February, he didn't get used once. Yeah, that's fine. He ran his course. What do you mean he ran his course? He played like seven games nasty, and he ran man. his course. What kind of dead horse not, is that? How is that nasty? So, okay, so so a player runs their course. Players contribute within seasons of a season, if that makes yeah, sense, yeah, right? Yeah. So you don't need Cox Ox to contribute. When it's the business time, Ox knows his place. But we've got, we've got players in there. And hey, Matt, by the way, yeah, by the way, I've got the clock clock. Quote, sorry, he says, no, we're not looking to buy. I can say that. I don't know if something will happen in midfield, but you never know. If someone comes to you and says, I want to go, then we have to talk again. But if the situation stays like it is, then tell me why we need to buy someone. Do you think Ox is considered a midfielder by a cop, though? Do you think he's considered a forward this season? You've got to, got to remember, there's mind games with this. I, I think he's considered a forward. <laughs> you know what it is? You know what it is? Yeah, Klopp mentioned, I don't know if you guys remember, but Klopp mentioned a load of forwards in it when he was talking about missing Mane and Mane leaving. And he didn't include Ox and he didn't include Ellie. So I think maybe he may have forgot, but that may have given an indication to where those guys play this season, didn't it? We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But if if he gets sold, he gets sold. Isn't it? If he gets sold, he gets sold. If he stays, yeah, he stays. But yeah, like I'm not here for some of these. Like you know, he's had a kid. But it's nonsense. It's just absolutely like fucking grow up. You're 28, 29 years old. You've got five years left of a football career. Go make something of it. But but yeah, that's just yeah. my opinion. they're not robots, brother. They aren't robots. They're, they're not. You're right. You're right, Mike. They're human beings. They're human beings, brother. I need peace to go to peace and love. I'm sorry. <laughs> peace and love. Peace and love for sure. <laughs> um, right, that, that's, that's a good way to end it. Guys, it's been a really uh, good episode. Thanks for jumping on. Can't believe we've had six people on a pod during pre-season. It's, um, uh, records are being broken right now. Um, but it just shows the hunger that we have to kind of release episodes and record content for you guys. What so happens when, when you call people out? All of a sudden, they start appearing. You know what I'm saying? I'll see you soon, Phyllis. I'll see you soon. Listen, bro. Bro, listen, listen. I want to wrap you up in it. 
like we're gonna wrap up this episode. Okay, add on that note. Ellis the poet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Keep it easy. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. Peace. Network.